This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Economic Freedom Fighters leader Julius Malema says they have proved their critics wrong who predicted the downfall of the party following its first elective conference. Malema is addressing thousands of party members attending its second year anniversary at Olympia Stadium in Rustenburg. The party has been hit by internal squabbles that saw some of its senior founding members expelled and taking party to court. Malema says the party has continued to grow. After our first anniversary last year in Soweto, they said we won't live beyond the elective National Assembly of the EFF, that the Assembly will be the official funeral of this movement. I'm happy to report to you that your organization, the EFF, is still alive and growing at an unimaginable speed. A mobile lodgement office has been launched at Beaufort West in the central Karoo that will receive land claims from the victims of land dispossession. Chief Director for Land Restitution in the Western Cape, Michael Worsnip, says the mobile unit will travel through the Western Cape to ensure the service is accessible to remote communities. The bus is fitted with technology to process applications from potential claimants. Worsnip says the Commission on Restitution of Land Rights have received more than 7,000 claims since the process was reopened a year ago. These are specially converted buses that are going right throughout the province to the furthest flung areas of the country and the province. And this enables people in rural areas and in very difficult to access areas to be able to lodge their land claims. We usually go in beforehand and do an educational program so that they can get their documents in order and then they're able to lodge their claims on this bus. Turkish Prime Minister Ahmet Davutoglu says 590 suspected IS and PKK members have been arrested. This follows a week which saw a bomb attack blamed on IS kill 32 people in the Turkish town of Seruk. Subsequent clashes with IS fighters on the Turkey-Syria border have led to the death of a Turkish soldier. Turkey's Air Force is currently attacking IS positions in Syria and Kurdish PK militants in northern Iraq. The BBC's Mark Lowen reports. After criticism for abstaining from military action, Turkey has now thrust itself onto the front line of the fight against IS. Its F-16 jets are bombing IS targets and it will open its military base at Injilik for coalition strikes. Part of the motivation, it seems, is an agreement by the US to patrol a safe zone in northern Syria to clear militants. But perhaps another condition was that Turkey would conduct simultaneous strikes against PKK Kurdish separatists in northern Iraq, which it did overnight for the first time in four years. Turkey's Prime Minister Ahmed Davutoglu said his country was surrounded by a ring of fire threatening national security. And finally, South Africa will take on New Zealand in the rugby championship at Ellis Park. Kickoff is at five minutes past five. The Springboks are struggling with injuries. They've made three changes to their starting 15. The team is also, or rather, the team also has a new captain, Bog veteran Skulk Berger. New Zealand have handed test debuts to two players in their starting 15. Simon Burke has more from Ellis Park. The streets surrounding Ellis Park are packed with box supporters. The chilly Joburg weather has done nothing to affect the turnout, which is a 60,000-plus sellout crowd, the majority in the colors of the green and gold. It's the 90th fixture in a fabled rivalry in world rugby, and with Skulk Berger set to become the 55th box skipper, there is a need for South Africa to get a result ahead of the World Cup. 
Last year, the Springboks beat the All Blacks at the same venue in a cliffhanger. Expect more of the same in the latest installment. I'm Simon Burke for SABC News at Ellis Park in Johannesburg. For Good Up FM News, I'm Sherlyn Barnes.